According to the Times, Israeli officials obtained an approximately 40-page document, which they codenamed as Adzad Jericho Wall. It outlined point by point exactly the kind of devastating invasion that led to the deaths of about 1,200 people, probably many more. The Times writes, Israeli military and intelligence officials dismissed the plan as aspirational, considering it too difficult for Hamas to carry out. Earlier this morning, Israeli defense forces responded to the report, writing in a statement, quote, the IDF is currently focused on eliminating the threat from the terrorist organization Hamas. Questions of this kind will be looked at into a later stage. And I will say, Joe, that has been the answer from Benjamin Netanyahu and his people every step of the way. Uh, we'll talk about this later. Well, and, and the, the problem with that is, and, and we're going to talk to Jackie about this very and soon. And the reporter behind this piece. Right. The problem with that is that Israel needs U.S. funding. We need to know what we're funding. Are we funding Benjamin Netanyahu? Are we funding his designs to stay in power? Are we funding an operation where we have to look and guess, okay, well, is this for the, in the best interest of the Israeli people? Or is it this in the best interest of a prime minister who deliberately focused on the West Bank, deliberately turned a blind eye to this plan for a year, a year where it's specifically laid out? So I'm not so sure that Congress and the president want to approve even more money for Israel until we know that there's actually somebody running Israel that even the Israelis support. The Israelis don't trust Benjamin Netanyahu. The region doesn't trust Benjamin Netanyahu. Political leaders in the United States don't trust Benjamin Netanyahu. So there's not really a later. Later is now. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Friday, 1 December in the year of our Lord, 2023. Yes, we've kicked off the last month of a... Um, a turbulent uh, year is not going to get more turbulent. Uh, later is now. Morning Mika, uh, giving you the, the basically the collective thought, the conventional wisdom. Remember, Axios and um, Morning Mika are the two that lay out the conventional wisdom of the apparatus that runs this country and still tries to run a failed uh, a failed empire. Uh, we're going to get to all that. I just want to make sure I'm going to come back to this, but I wanted to tee it up because we are, there are two kinetic conflicts going on right now. They're all converging into the kinetic part of the third world war. Cause remember the Chinese communist party has been at war with us 
for many years, and they've been very open about this, unrestricted warfare. And that includes biological weapons. Naomi Wolf is going to join us here in a minute. Biological weapons, as laid out in the pandemic. It includes a chemical warfare, as laid out in fentanyl. And, of course, what's going on in Maine and other places about these marijuana farms, but particularly fentanyl. And Real America's Voice is going to do a special with the families of fentanyl, uh, the, the casualties of fentanyl, over the weekend, and we'll be talking about a lot. This is going to be tomorrow and Sunday. It's going to play in its entirety on Sunday. Tara Dahl and the team will be hosting that. Harry will be producing it, as we also are going to be in Iowa with President Trump. And President Trump's going to give a speech. I think the speech is at 5 o'clock tomorrow. It's going to be uh, very, very, very important about the fight uh, against uh, this um, really tech uh, takeover of the uh, of the U.S. government and using artificial intelligence and other apparatuses to absolutely control you and, and take your liberty, take your freedom, uh, and to really see who the enemies of democracy are, the enemies of the people, and what they're doing. We're going to get into all that. There's also a third. We're going to honor the Monroe Doctrine tomorrow also. with part, Throughout the whole two hours, we'll be flipping back from Iowa to uh, a discussion of the Monroe Doctrine because there's about... I believe to be a potential major uh, kinetic conflict in Latin America, a kinetic conflict across borders that I don't think has been seen since the 19th century. And that's over Guyana and these oil resources um, in Venezuela and what Venezuela is doing with the CCP and with KGB backing against maybe even Brazil, but definitely Guyana. So we're going to get into that tomorrow, which is only going to drive, put more, uh, more, um, pressure on the open border of the southern United States. So we're going to get into all that, and we will connect all the dots here. But I want to make sure I just just write it down that on the these kinetic conflicts are starting to to explode. Now you heard right there, Morning Joe talking about uh, should they even fund Netanyahu? This this explosive report, and if you followed Tara Dahl's reporting with these IDF colonels that we did over the last two weeks. There's been a lot of talk about this Jericho wall, about having it, and we don't have the clip show. Maybe we'll have them later in the show. On the day, We were live when this was going on on 7 October in the morning. I brought Jack Pasob again because we could see, obviously, the time difference, what was happening. And at the time, we were very critical of, of Netanyahu. We were very critical of the IDF. We were very critical of the Mossad. And, and what Morning Joe, they're trying to make it political against, polit, political against Netanyahu. This report is much deeper than this. And this is what I keep saying. If Israel's an ally, they're going to be an ally. We don't need another protectorate. And the pitch is they're the best ally, they're the best ally. This report stinks to high heaven because of the Mossad, uh, Shin Ben, um, the IDF military intelligence, the IDF response, all of it. As I said on the show when it was happening, given the complexity of this operation, given the scale of it, and given the distances they were going, like 40 or 50 miles, it is impossible somebody didn't know about that. The scale of this was just too big, and it was just unbelievable. They've actually implied later in Morning Joe that there might even had inside help. And I keep saying, if you look at the CNN reporting on the what they picked up on the papers of Hamas on the kibbutzes, they had the details of these kibbutzes down to, I mean, the square foot of actually where they were going to take the hostages, where they were going to take them to where the veterinarians are, they are going to take them to the dental offices, uh, where are we going to hold them. That could not possibly have come unless they had inside information. It's just impossible. And they allude to this in the New York Times. They allude to this in This Morning Joe. And we're in the middle of funding this right now. This is not about Netanyahu. 
This is actually, you know, the Jewish Spartans in 67 and 73 back and in 48 back down the Arab armies. This issue is not just about Israel. This is a Sharia supremacist war against the West in which the first front they're taking on, the kinetic part, is in Israel. But the non-kinetic part, at least for right now, is in Europe. This is why they're saying the huge stories breaking every over the last 24 hours. There's a civil war going on in France. Remember those generals? We reported on those generals uh, last year that signed the, the French generals that signed the letter that was dismissed by the French elite. You know, a, a kind of a camp of the saints moment where the French elite dismissed it. And the, and the generals and a bunch of colonels signed this, field grade officers signed it from the French military. First time ever, at least since they tried to take out de Gaulle for leaving Algeria back in the, the 19, early 1960s. And they said, we're going to have a civil war unless we start a mass deportation program. You heard that phrase before, mass deportation? So this, and that is a war against the West. Uh, there's also this war against the West and about technology and about your, these sociopathic overlords. I want to start today with Naomi Wolf. Naomi, thank you for joining us. Ken, Pat, two things going on, and I want you to, we've got about six minutes here. We're going to hold you through, hopefully, a lot of the first hour. The uh, because this is based upon a lot of the work that you and your team have been doing. Ken Paxson finally filed a lawsuit, I think, yesterday against Pfizer, and at the same time, Vigilant Fox had this amazing piece up. Just explain to the audience exactly where we stand about these vaccines and Pfizer and all of it, because it looks like now uh, all of your work and all of these other people's work and the Vigilant Foxes of the world is starting to converge into actual legal action, ma'am at last. Um, so indeed, Ken Paxton, who's had a, an interestingly rough um, run of it because his own party ganged up against him when he first started, as I recall, taking aim at the pharmaceutical industry, he has successfully uh, launched a lawsuit um, and he's doing it the right way. Uh, he's accusing Pfizer of false, deceptive and misleading acts and practices, making unsupported claims about the company's COVID-19 vaccine. And he's saying that it's in violation of the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Act. And just a note for your audience, the reason this is so great is that the PREP Act, that federal um, piece of legislation, protects Pfizer and all pharmaceutical companies federally, but nothing prevents state attorneys general from saying that uh, the companies are violating state law and specifically, and I'm so proud to say our lawyer, George Smith, also took this approach in Ohio. Um, he also is saying that uh, there's a violation at the state level of um, laws that protect people at the state level from being lied to by advertisers, false, deceptive, misleading practices. Um, so other things that we can be super proud of and happy about, uh, we the posse, we the supporters of um, Amy Kelly and the War Room Daily Clout, 3,250 doctors and scientists who have been laboriously going through the Pfizer documents and boiling down what's in them to these 92 reports now that anyone can understand, including Ken Paxton and his staff. Um, I'm, I'm sure, I believe, that they've been informed by the work that we've done looking at their, uh, their press release here. Um, one of their uh, points uh, that undergirds their lawsuit is that um, Pfizer claimed that the vaccine had 95% efficacy, and they got to that number by bad math. And you all will remember that we broke the story that Pfizer got to the 95% efficacy by tricky mathematics, by fudging numbers. Um, so they point out that Pfizer got there through 
relative risk reduction, which is super misleading because it's tiny, minuscule numbers as opposed to actually 95% of all the vaccinated people. Um, that that was a misleading impression. They point out that um, Pfizer uh, claimed that the vaccine was durable and kept from the public information that its effects wane after a couple of months. You all will remember that we reported over a year, a year and a half ago, that the Pfizer internal documents show failure of efficacy and vaccine failure. And they reached this conclusion in November of 2020, uh, you know, literally a month or two after the rollout. So Pfizer knew, as I've been saying on your show over and over, saying every chance I got, Pfizer knew within two months of rollout that the vaccine did not work, that it failed in efficacy, and that the third most common side effect was COVID in the Pfizer documents. Um, that's not a, a working vaccine. So their their own um, lawyers uh, in Texas have uh, either picked up on this or picked up on you know, this information from elsewhere. And it's very good because it's true. And lastly, um, they point out that Pfizer embarked on a campaign to intimidate their loved ones. I love what they're kind of focusing here in on by uh, claiming that the vaccine affected transmission. Remember, don't kill grandma by visiting her for Thanksgiving. Don't kill grandma by hugging her. Get vaccinated because presumably that prevents you from transmitting this evil pathogen to your loved ones and murdering them. Well, none of that is true, and we broke that story, too, um, and other people did as well in the uh, European Parliament, for instance, by grilling Pfizer executives. They admitted that they didn't even test for whether the vaccine affected transmission. The vaccine doesn't affect transmission, um, but but Paxton points out that this uh, was, you know, underlay this campaign of intimidation of the public. And then he goes on to point out that vaccinated people die more often than unvaccinated people. A greater percentage of deaths from the COVID-19 vaccine, from COVID-19 among the vaccinated population as opposed to the unvaccinated population. And the other thing I absolutely love, and I think, you know, we are all, again, you know, referenced in this part of his, his um, argument, uh, he points out that when it became clear that this vaccine had failed and was dangerous and damaging, although he's interestingly focusing not on the harms, but on the uh, misleading claims, which I think is solid law. Um, I mean, it's all solid law, but it's a great approach, given what he's saying, which is false advertising. Hey, na 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 Naomi, uh, Naomi, Naomi, just hang, hang on for, hang, just hang on for one second. We're taking a commercial break. We're going to get, we're going to break this all down in detail. We're going to get to the vigilant Fox, all of it on a Friday morning in the war room. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month, and our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every 10000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. 
and you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I'm going to get back to Naomi in just a minute. This is a blockbuster, two things, a blockbuster lawsuit. And Paxson does know about, obviously, the work of uh, of Daily Cloud and the Warren Posse, the 3,500 volunteers. Of course, the lawyers, Amy Kelly, everything that's been done, these 92 reports have been incredible. Ken Paxson showing courage and bravery because courage is contagious. Ken Paxson's filed, uh, and it is against the consumer side, probably the effects of all that. We'll get into that. I'm sure that'll come next. Um, this is all inextricably linked. This would not have happened if this audience had not manned the ramparts and not and allowed them to impeach Ken Paxson. Part of the impeachment of Ken Paxson was because of this. Big Pharma was all in back of that. Many things. The Bush apparatus, Big Pharma, others wanted Paxson out. Why did they want Paxson out? They understood that Paxson was a guy that understands what state attorney generals, the power of state attorney generals. The one thing you say about Democrats, they use their power. When their when their folks ring doorbells and knock on doors and give hit them with twenty five bucks and get in the streets, when they get up there, they deliver for their constituents, not for the country, for their constituents. Our people are 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 normally too cowed by the media. They're going to call me a racist. They're going to call me a xenophobe. They're going to call me a nativist. They're going to do this. They're going to say bad things about me. I'm not going to be in the country club anymore. I'm not going to be able to go to the Lions Club anymore. And I'm afraid. That's where we are. That's what's called controlled opposition. This country didn't get in the multiple crises we have if you didn't have a compliant opposition party that was just there like the Washington generals are there for the Harlem Globetrotters. I want to bring in Congressman Burleson now from Missouri. Congressman, of course, we got the Santos. One of the things about Santos I can't understand is that we played Matt Gates. And uh, in Higgins yesterday uh, about they, they've never expelled anybody that was just that hadn't been convicted. So I'm confused about that. Also, with McCarthy leaving and other things happening, aren't you on the precipice of giving up the majority if people continue to roll on this Santos deal, sir? Yeah, Steve, thanks for the question. I'm, I'm really concerned about the precedent that it's setting, you know. We just went through January 6th where the Democrats tried to imprison anybody that, that chose to not vote or certify the election. Um, they, they confiscated the phone of General Scott Perry. The, 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 with us setting a precedent that it takes an indictment, as you know, it can, you can indict a ham sandwich, that if it takes an indictment for a member of Congress to be removed, we're, members of Congress are going to suddenly be indicted all across the United States. So... I, I think that this is a horrible precedent. Um, I do think that there is some animosity from the New York delegation against him because his votes. He votes pretty darn conservative a lot of times. So I, I, don't, I think there's a lot to it. I think it's just personal politics. Yeah, look, we're not defending Santos. He's got his he's got his own track record. But this is about a higher principle. Uh, another thing about a higher principle, people look to you. In the war, on the show and in the in the vast audience of the War Room Posse, 
as a guy that's a fiscal conservative, I mean, you've got some sanity. I think one of the things we find disturbing, and look, the show is obviously huge fans of Speaker Johnson, but to be brutally frank, we're just not feeling it right now. We don't think there's enough focus on what has to happen, and particularly what has to happen is, you know, if they're going to shut down the government, they're going to shut down the government, but you guys should be working 24-7. We've got a, a, a $2 trillion deficit, but more importantly, from September 18th, to December 18th this year, we will have added another trillion dollars to the national debt. This thing is exploding. Can you just get us up to speed on, on where we stand and, and what you're working on? Yeah, I'm with you, Steve. Um, we I was in a meeting this morning with the speaker. We made it very clear that, that, if, that the time to fight is now. It's not to, to push the fight until, until later. Um, we're sick of pushing off the fights, and we're sick of letting letting the Senate push around. A lot of times this place, they, they, they operate immediately saying, oh, well, the Senate will never do that. Who cares what the Senate's going to do or what they're not going to do? This is the House. This is a Republican House, and he's a Republican speaker. You know, I, I told the speaker all the time, the way in which he was appointed or appointed reminds me of how King David was appointed after Saul was removed as king. And they went down the line and, and knocked off all the, all the brothers and finally went, got to David. But you know what? Now's the time for Mike Johnson as David to pick up his five stones and slay a giant. This is important. I mean, the mentality, we know McConnell, these guys want, they want to continue the spending and they, they, because they were part of the compromise and the collaborationists that got these bills passed, these spending bills. Speaker Johnson, you guys start with a totally clean slate. I mean, what is the mentality? Why will we not stand and fight right now and let the and, and have a frank conversation with the American people? This is not about shutting down the government for some couple of weeks in January or in February. This is a national crisis of the balance sheet of the United States, which we stand on the edge of an abyss of which we'll never be able to pull back. I don't understand why Speaker Johnson, who's always kind of been a fiscal conservative, why would he blink now? I, I think that, unfortunately, this building doesn't want to fight. It, people, people try to avoid the fights. But this, we've got to save the, we have to save the country. We have to save America. And you're not going to save it by doing things the way that it's been done all along. We're going to have to make cuts. And, and I, I'm sick and tired of hearing from members of my conference that we, that we could cut all of discretionary and we still are not going to address the, the issue until we touch entitlements. Don't tell me that until you bring forward a suggestion about how we're going to reform Social Security, how we're going to reform Medicare or Medicaid. Because we all know that if they can't make cuts to discretionary spending, they're never going to touch this, the, the entitlements. Your, 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 your point is 100 percent correct. With spending all this money all over the world, to spending all this money, half a trillion dollars for this illegal alien invader, invader so they can get Medicare, health care and education and, and, and comforts. Uh, the American people, the working people in your district, Missouri 7, is not going to, um, is not going to support touching their $1,200 a month from Social Security or the little bit of Medicare they got. They're just not going to do that. They're not going to support this until you go and show them you're, you've already done some of the tough work and discretionary spending, both on defense 
and on the social programs, they're just not going to believe you. And this fantasy, and this is this is Nikki Haley, this is Chris Christie, this is all the leadership. Well, it's really an entitlement problem. It's not an entitlement problem. It's a spending problem. And you have to start where you can start, and you start here. What in the conference do they understand about it? Let me take it another way. Are the good, hardworking folks in your district, is there any confusion at all with those folks about what needs to be done? No, there's not. And, and when I talk to my district, when it comes to government shutdown, they, their, their attitude is shut the place now. They want to see a fight. <laughs> and I, and I, I made, we made it clear to, to Mike Johnson that if you're, already, if you're not willing to shut down the government, you've already given up the fight. You've already let the Senate win. You've already let the swamp win. If you're not willing to let FISA expire, then you've already lost. If you're not willing to let the NDAA expire, then you've already lost that battle. They are using all of these, you know, all of these deadlines to force us into bad votes and, and, and allowing this, this awful regime to continue. Your constituents get it because they kind of speak for America. Those must pass and those deadlines are leverage we can use, that the people can use. This is leverage for the people, not not for the apparatus wants to turn it a different way, make it reverse. These are the best things that ever happened to us because there are leverage. Congressman, yeah. how do people follow you? Because you know, I want to make sure that they're because you are at the forefront of this fight to tell people, hey, look, now is the time to fight. This is the best time for us to fight because we do have these deadlines and that gives us leverage. And your constituents and I'm talking about blue-collar people, many of whom never went to college, or middle-class people that had the chance to go to college. They understand this. They say they understand the fact that we got to fight now. You got to make these cuts now. If you don't do it now, it's never going to happen. So where, and, and how do they Steve, follow you, Congressman? And Steve, before I so yes, sir, I would say they can follow me yeah. at, at Rep. Eric Burleson on any of the social medias. But what I would want to say is that if the speaker is not going to come forward and say no to the Senate, and they're good, and and do a, another continuing resolution. If he's going to allow for all these clean FISA uh, renewals and all these other things, we are going to say no for him. We are, and that, what that means is it means violating the the norm the norms and voting down the rules. But if that's what it takes, that's what we're going to do. If it means taking a trip to the border and denying them the majority, then that's what we're going to do. If, at the end of the day, we're here to save America. Hold it. So let me get this right. You're going to vote down the rule or you're actually going to go and just say, hey, we're going to take off and go to the border and show the American people what the problem are. But you're, you don't even yep. want to come. To, you're going to say, hey, we're not going to get allow these to get to the floor. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. If they bring if they start talking about bringing Ukraine to the floor, we're not we're going to deny the majority. We're going to the border and we're going to we're going to spend all day long or we're going to spend weeks at the border until they get it, until they realize this border has to get fixed before you even have a conversation about money that we're going to blow in Ukraine, okay? I don't want to have that conversation at all. But if they're going to do things like that, if they're going to bring forward clean reauthorizations of some of these bills or another continuing resolution that's a clean continuing resolution, then we have to take bold action and put our foot down. Congressman, I know a lot of folks are going to want to follow you now. So what's where's your website and what's your social media? It's... Uh, yeah, just look up Eric Burleson, Rep. Eric Burleson. We also have a podcast called Fresh Freedom. It's me and the other freshman Freedom Caucus members. Perfect. We'll make sure we, we make sure we push that. We'll get it up. Congressman, thank you. Thank you for being a fighter. And thank your folks out in that district for having your back. Thank you, Steve. Missouri 7. 
Thank you, brother. Um, this is like in the revolution. All kind of people you never heard of before all of a sudden step into the forefront. What he just laid out is a fairly radical plan to say we're not going to do this. We're going to use every technical aspect, every procedural aspect, every parliamentary aspect to make sure that you're not going to go forward and destroy this country anymore. And Mike Johnson, you and your staff better start writing this down because I'm telling you, the people are on the side of the fighters. Understand you got a biblical worldview. As I keep saying, go to Revelations and read the section about come and see because that's what's happening to our republic right now. Short break. Back in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. The Israeli Defense Force military intelligence may be the best in the world. Better, we have DIA, which is the arm, which is five times the size of the CIA. We have, IDF's intelligence operation, I think, is pound for pound the best in the world. Then you have Mossad. Then you have the CIA. We have 17, you know, you have NSA. It is impossible, impossible. This thing, it was a military operation on land, sea, and air. With, with 5,000 missiles, paragliders. It's over a geographic, although Israel itself from tip to tip is about from the bo- southern border of Virginia and North Carolina to Baltimore, mm-hmm. right? So it's not, a, it's not a huge, but given that, they were all, all the way from Tel Aviv to Gaza. This took months. The Wall Street Journal said months, I think years, of planning, logistics, recruitment, training, finance, and... People don't talk about this. They had Palestinian journalists embeds. There were Palestinian journalists embeds. 
this is a full. This was like us going into Iraq in uh, in two thousand three. A, a well—I shouldn't say well thought through, but a logistically thought through where we actually had embeds. It is impossible for the intelligence apparatus between the United States and, and not not just that. Let's let's it's the Saudis and UAE. Their intelligence apparatuses work with the work with the Israelis and work with the United States. It couldn't have happened. It's impossible for it to happen. Okay, that was from weeks ago, and we did that also on the first day with with uh, with Jack. That's with Casher a couple of weeks later. But it's impossible, and this is why we have to understand before any more funding. I mean, it's and this is not about Netanyahu and the political, the color revolution against him or anything with the Supreme Court. This is deeper. This is about uh, the IDF, and and there's breaking reports right now, news coming out right now. IDF just put out that they're under heavy barrage in Gaza. It's back on which I'm a supporter of. You, you got to take care of these Sharia supremacists right now. You got to do it. That, that's the Muslim Brotherhood franchise in Gaza. And for all you folks out there that maybe not that biggest supporters of Israel, or maybe you got a bone to pick, uh, you know, you think the Jewish people do things in the West and they're doing this and they're doing that. Uh, that's to me all beside the point. That's all beside the point. That's an argument for a different day. The point is, is that this is the beginning of the kinetic conflict of the Sharia supremacists backed by the CCP, who's underwriting the mullahs in Persia, in Tehran. And now we know UAE, quote-unquote, our great ally, Mohammed bin Zayed, who I think is the best guy in the region. They, they've already talked about the de-dollarization. They announced that they're going to get off the petrodollar. That's your ally. And your other ally, quote-unquote, Israel, we, gotta, we have to understand how this happened. How did they have this information for a year? And was this people looking the other way or maybe people on the payroll? There's people on the pair. There's there's so many people on every side of the trade over there. Remember, we're we're giving money to the Turks. We're giving money. We're underwriting Egypt. We underwrite all these intelligence services and all their militaries. This is another thing about the stupid Americans. Hate to be so blunt about it. in Qatar, which is the nest of vipers, the nest of vipers. We have a massive military base, which I argued from day one. We got to get that base out of there. This is one of the big things I want to do in the first year of the administration. We've got to get out of Qatar. You have to get out of there. You can't be there. They, these guys are demons. They wouldn't even sign and agree to the terror financing. Uh, you know, EO, the, the deal we had when we went to Riyadh to kick off, uh, you know, Riyadh, Jerusalem, in, in, uh, in Rome. They wouldn't even kind of sign it. They're, they're begrudgingly, because they're, they're, they're the nest of the vipers. This is how this stuff is financed. Why do you think the Mossad guys over there negotiating right now, which is a disgrace, that by is the whole thing, and I'm telling you, we're getting sucked into something that we don't know who the players are, we don't know how competent the players are, and now you got the whole military, which doesn't know how to win anymore. The senior level, the junior mid NCOs and junior officers, the bravery is unquestioned. You're over there right now, and now we got this thing, the Jericho Wall operation, that they knew about it for a year, knew about it for a year. And this gets the Benny Gans and all of them. I'm, this is not the political, the liberals and progressives versus the right wing and the ultra-Orthodox and all that stuff. That's all Israeli internal politics. I'm talking about the competence. Hey, in 48 and 67 and 73, you had what I refer to as the Jewish Spartans. And hey, they stood them all down, right? I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. And we got to know what we're getting into. This is why this, the, the thing about it's not just about offsets. We ought to have some inquiries. And you ought to put some Biden guys up there and saying, hey, what do you what do you know about this thing? 
What did the CIA know about it? What did DNI know about it? What did NSA know about it? We got half of Gaza's on the payroll. There's something stinks to high heaven here. I've said it from the beginning. And once you get sucked into this and a kinetic conflict in there, baby, you're in it. And don't think Erdogan, you got the Ottoman Turks, you got the Arabs, you've got uh you've got the Persians, you're gonna have the uh you know, you're gonna have the uh the Egyptian arm of the Arabs. And it's starting here. In France, they're in a civil war. In Sweden, they're in a civil war. In Netherlands, they just voted to stop. We don't want a civil war. We'll put Gert Wilders in there. In Ireland, Ireland was about the mothers. Those are the mothers. The mothers are sitting there going, we did, they got these guys from North Africa and the Middle East that have had the women you know, behind the hijabs and all this for, forever, and now they got these young Irish girls and they're after them. It's the mothers, the 30, 40, and 50-year-old mothers. Excuse me, 40, 50, 60-year-old mothers. And grandmothers sitting up there, that's what that's about. It's all coming to this country. When you see these protests, you got to wake up. When you see these protests, they're, protest, they're up there at Columbus. This is not about the Jews, and this is not about Israel. This is about you. This is about you. And people got to wake up about this. The last thing I want is another conflict. There have been Bannons over there since, you know, 44 years ago as a young officer. I was over there in the Persian Gulf in the North Arabian Sea. My kid brother went over there as a pilot. My, my daughter deployed over there at the 101st. Nephews have deployed over there. So, hey, we got no love, we got no love for the region, and, and we're glad to get back and get the hell out of those hell holes as soon as you could, right? So it's not like we're saying, oh, we got to do this. But, hey, you're going to have to take a stand, and it's coming here, and it's going to come here to scale that is going to overwhelm people because of what these progressives have done not just open borders, but to flood our country with illegal alien invaders. Mark my word. Naomi, another thing we said mark our word on is everything to do with this vaccine. The whole deal, the, 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 the Wuhan lab, <clears throat> what happened, how, everything you've been lied to, you've been misrepresented. And Liz, your Naomi was so impressing your first thing. The only thing she wanted to say was that every tort lawyer, every tort lawyer in the country ought to be signing up how to be signing up folks right now and getting into court and dropping papers. Let's finish with Paxson, because then I want to get to Vigilant Fox, because that's even more of your research. And by the way, the research of, of, I can tell you, the research of Daily Cloud is something that people spend a lot of time thinking through. So don't worry about that. Walk me through the rest of Paxson and then Vigilant Fox. Sure. So the last important point in, in Ken Paxton's um, press release about his lawsuit is that he points out that when Pfizer um, realized that they were lying to people and being found out, instead of coming clean, they turned on and orchestrated a smear campaign against critics and dissidents like yours truly. And um, well, all of the brave doctors that you've had on your show um, and the people know about who are speaking up and saying something's wrong here and brave scientists. Uh, and 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 he said he's going to stick up for the people of Texas and their right to not be intimidated, not be misled. Um, and he also kind of calls out the Biden administration implicitly uh, by saying that these lies were used as a, you know, to undergird um forced uh, vaccinations a mandate um, and that people were intimidated to take these vaccinations based on these lies. So he's covered everything critical. He doesn't go into side effects. That's probably another lawsuit. It's probably criminal charges. But I think he's he's done a really impressive, thorough, um, very understandable job explaining why Pfizer violated Texas state law in lying to um, to Texans uh, to get them to take this uh, dangerous, ill-tested injection. 
Um, and you think right now, just I want to make sure just uh, to find it. This is on the consumer side because they lied in consumer fraud and as you guys showed. But you think later for the actual harmful effect, is that going to be the second? You think that Paxson will come at that later? I mean, I hope so. Uh, there's there's no way to know. I mean, he nearly had his career ended the last time he tried something not even as courageous and, you know, sweeping as this. Um, but that criminal, those criminal charges have to be filed and he's the person to do it. I mean, he's the person to lead the way. Absolutely. Uh, now, talk to us about Vigilant Fox. This Paxson didn't quite get into this, but walk me through this. Vigilant Fox is one of these um, uh, people on Twitter and these other uh, other uh, platforms that just put together, quite frankly, brilliant synthesis of things that are out there. And this is one of the reasons I said yesterday on John uh, Frederick's radio show is that or Monday, or, no, excuse me, Tuesday, that the right wing media and conservative media has never been better because Fox is, is terrible now. And you saw that that thing last night was a disgrace. I'm not even going to talk about it. It's a total disgrace. This is all the Murdochs going hardcore, never Trump. And they're pushing right. Newsom as a new national figure. That's that's the that's the Murdoch kids and those wives of the Murdoch kids who are left wing, not even progressive. They're left wing foreigners. Um, the. Um, but but it, it, but the movement's never been more robust because we have Daily Clout, we have Vigilant Fox, you have uh, all these tremendous people on Twitter and other platforms. Walk me through what his tweet is and why it's so important for this audience to understand it. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Vigilant Fox. Um, he is picking up a story that um, a group of people broke, including us, in October, early October of this year. And it is truly, truly shocking. Um He's uh, updating people on the fact that there was a trial within a trial. And I'm looking at our October 6th story um, by Dr. Flowers, Erica Delph, a she's called the angry pharmacist um, in the War Room group, and Team 3 War Room um, investigators, including Ed Clark. And they were picking up on uh, work that was done by Josh Gutzko of Hebrew University. Um, and basically, all of these experts found that hidden within the Pfizer documents, there was a secret trial. In the secret trial, um, 502 subjects, without their consent, without their informed consent, so illegally, were given a different formulation than the formulation that Pfizer had presented to the FDA for the emergency use authorization that allowed it, ostensibly, to be put in everyone's arms, right? At the very last minute, after this other formulation, uh, process one, had been presented to the FDA, there was a bait and switch. And 502 people were injected with process two, a different formula altogether. Process two was far more dangerous. It caused 2.4 times the number of adverse events as process one, the one that the FDA had been authorizing. It was process two, the more dangerous, the more than twice as dangerous, unauthorized formulation, secret formulation that got rolled out and put into everyone's arm. So, okay, I mean, okay, hang on. Hey, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. That's got to be impossible. Are you telling me all the, all the things we went through in the FDA, as bad as that process was, that they actually, I mean, how could they actually switch? To another process of another trial, and no, and not did they not inform the FDA or the FDA go? Oh, you get a hall pass for this? I don't. 
hang on. I'm going to bring you back in the next block because now my head's blown up. I don't. This thing is so it's part of its incompetence, but the other just flat malfeasance, flat malfeasance. And we're going to get back into I got Joe Allen and Ben Harnwell. Uh, we're going to get back into uh, later this issue about what Schmidt told us the other day about the entire government being now around um, uh, A.I., because this gets into the surveillance state, not the surveillance state. This gets into the control state. Now they're going to surveil you. They're going to tell you what to do and when you're going to do it, and you're not going to get out of line. This is on, this, they're taking this up next level. And look at what they've just done. What's, what's been exposed already just on the vaccine. Short break. We're back with Naomi Wolf in a moment. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's Friday 76. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code Friday 76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code Friday 76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, so it's game on back in um, back in Israel. Uh, the Hamas, the Muslim Brotherhood franchisee, is unloading rocket assaults. The IDF's hitting back. We're going to get into more than that in the rest of the day. Um, Burleson, who's a backbencher. But remember, in the revolution, there were a lot of backbenchers all of a sudden started stepping up and becoming, you know, the firebrands that you need. He laid out the plan he laid out uh, in the at the bottom of the hour. We're going to replay that at the top uh, is how you fight and how you use leverage. So we'll go back through that. Also, President Trump's speech on Saturday is going to be quite important. It's going to be a throwdown, but not not I would say not the typical throwdown. It's going to be something that is going to, I think, help redirect this campaign. The campaign is going along fine. Don't get me wrong. But it's what you can tell what Biden's doing right now, that trying to paint everybody as a fascist and shut everybody down. We're going to play the Mallorca's clip and play the Eric Schmidt thing later because President Trump gets what they're trying to do and he's not going to tolerate it. So we're going to get into all that. Uh, with Burleson and these cuts behind the scenes, there are huge fights going on. It looks like the Ukraine thing may be sidelined, all of it. But 
we're still going to hit $34 trillion by December 18th, which would be 90 days after we hit $33 trillion. Go to birchgold.com right now, slash bandit. Make sure you understand it. The, the end of the dollar empire, the third installment's the debt trap, where we get you into everything. This is the one we put out before the debt ceiling, which is the debacle that's got us into $4 trillion of new debt uh, within an 18-month period. $4 trillion. That'll not, not one penny ever be paid off even by your children and grandchildren who are going to live like Russian serfs because of this. And that's why Burleson's got it. And the people in Missouri seven got it. You got to fight. You got to fight now. And you got to use every ounce of leverage, just like the Democrats do. Look what Mark Elias and those guys are doing in Arizona. I, I give my hat tip. I, I can't stand them. I oppose them. Their policies are terrible for America. They're self-centered and in some cases, even evil. But on their side of the football, they fight and they do not back down, and we need more of that. Um, also, the Jace Medical. Make sure this thing on your medical in the Ch- Chinese Communist Party, it's, it's building, it's building, it's building. It's not going to end in a good place. And they're going to be shutting down the supply chain access just like they did before, and they're going to focus on medicine. Biden's finally got the joke of what we've been preaching on here since January 2020. They're actually going to put out an EO on supply chain specifically about this. You can't depend upon Biden. Go to Jace Medical right now. Find out all the information about how the Chinese Communist Party controls 100% of active pharmaceutical ingredients and see how those are important in the medicines you take in your life. Full stop. You just read that. Get yourself a hot pot of Warpath Coffee Sit down and contemplate. All we want you to do is to think. You're free men and you're free women. You can make your own decisions. That's what self-reliance is about. Naomi Wolf, um, Vigilant Fox. Uh, this this could not have happened, Naomi. I can't believe the fact that with all that thing we went over in the FDA and all this emergency use authorization, they could actually they could do a secret, uh, not exposed, not disclosed test on what, 500 people, and then use the process two that was never approved, they could put that in there and that would be the vaccine? And what universe does that make sense? Look, it's taken um, us a year and a half to go through these 450,000 documents and produce 92 reports. The FDA arranged to get these 450,000 documents for one week. Um, So they arranged to overlook it in, in essence. It's their job to take these documents and find these um, red flags, these anomalies. Uh, Also, it was buried in here. I mean, you've got to credit the War Room team once again. Erica Delph literally noticed anomalous um, numbers, batch numbers, ending creepily in Z, letter Z. And she went and picked through, you know, hundreds and hundreds of different places they'd hidden in these people. And she identified that it was a single cohort. Uh, It was In the United States, I'm sorry to say, these test subjects were in Florida, California, New Jersey, and Texas, and they got this secret formula, Process 2, and the worst part, I haven't even shared with you all yet, the worst part, Process 2, as Kevin McKernan, uh, the distinguished scientist who runs medicinal genomics in um, Beverly, Massachusetts, found in his own lab, Process 2 is contaminated. Process 2 contains plasmids and fragments of DNA. 
Um, and so these ingredients, uh, which are should not be there, they're not supposed to be there, they're not disclosed, they're dangerous. Um, people like Dr. Ryan Cole are very concerned that these plasmids and fragments of DNA that are in process two, now in the arms of people who took the Pfizer vaccine. Oh, whoa, um, whoa, 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 well, whoa, 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 hang on, slow down, slow down, slow down. You've already, are, you, are you telling me that not only is it not the process that was approved and never should have been, that should have never been approved in the first place, but that gun decked one in the second trial, the second secret trial, what was added? Was it inadvertently added or purposely added? Or how did this get in there? Well, you don't have documentation that we've seen in either the Pfizer documents or the first tranche of the Moderna documents to explain the reasoning of why there's plasmids and fragments of DNA in process two. Um, but both Moderna and Pfizer have these bad undisclosed ingredients that Kevin McKernan found by taking um, vials of the Moderna vaccine and the Pfizer vaccine. And I actually went with a cameraman to his uh, lab and looked at what he had done, looked at the vials, um, looked at the PCR test machine where he uh, saw, you know, that these fragments were in there. I mean, he really deserves a lot of credit for finding these ingredients. They're in both the Pfizer and the Moderna injections. And Again, Ryan Cole and other uh, oncologists are very concerned that these ingredients kind of um, can merge with your cells in such a way as to make it more likely that people will be exposed but, to things like turf. Hey, 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 I'm going to ask you to stick around, but the question I've got from when we come back from a short break is the whole, part of the, pro the whole purpose of the process is to make sure stuff like this can't happen. The whole point of the FDA, the whole point of paying for the administrative state in their best days is that this is the type of just basic compliance. You should have a set of rules. Um, I tell you what, well, let's go to a commercial. We'll let your home repair team finish whatever you're banging around there in the background. We'll let you guys finish, and uh, we'll come back to Naomi. She's promised to stick with us for the next break, uh, through the next break. I've also got uh, Joe Allen. John's going to give the big talk at uh, the AFA tomorrow night and Saturday night in L.A. I'm not sure there's any more tickets. We'll talk about that. Charlie Kirk also in the Turning Point team. We've got Charlie Kirk is going to join us. I've actually asked the team of Patriot Mobile to come in and say a few words since they were so instrumental in, the, in saving uh, Ken Paxton. If Ken Paxton had been removed by that phony impeachment they had, none of this would have happened on, on Pfizer. You finally had somebody courageous enough to step up and do it. And he was almost taken down. You saved him. Short break. 90 seconds. Back in the world. Debt. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up thinking about it. Now, here's the truth. The system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. And insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. Done with debt is your lifeline. Done With Debt has an ingenious new strategy to help erase your debt faster and easier than you thought possible. Done With Debt analyzes all the debt options you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills. They know how to cut interest rates. Their skilled staff of negotiators know how to get debt out of your life permanently, without bankruptcy, and without additional loans. Done With Debt are the experts in brilliant strategies for eliminating debt, but you need to hurry because some debt solutions are time-sensitive. Now, here's how easy they make it. Go to donewithdebt.com. That's done to debt. 
Debt.com. Donewithdebt.com. Go there today. Action, action, action. Stop the worrying. Take action. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 